This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 480 million acres of farmland. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The leader of the Food and Drug Administration was on Capitol Hill today to discuss the nation's infant formula shortage and other major food safety issues. FDA Commissioner Robert Califf told FDA staff Janet Woodcock will head up an effort to revamp the agency's food safety efforts. He told the House Ag Appropriations Subcommittee her work will spur broader action in the agency. I would say this is just the start of a change. As I mentioned earlier, I knew coming in that we're going to need to make major fortification of the food side of the FDA with a focus on the things that you all have all brought up. Dr. Woodcock knows every nook and cranny of the FDA. She knows how the operations work. She already had information technology redesigned underway, which is critically needed. Appropriations Committee Chair Rosa Delaro agrees. Big change is needed in FDA's food oversight. But she says Woodcock isn't the person to do the job. She criticized her role in the infant formula outbreak by pointing out she was the acting FDA commissioner when a whistleblower report about problems in a Michigan facility first made it to the agency in October. Whomever looked at that report felt that there was no need to respond at all from October to February until there was a recourse. That is a dereliction of duty, in my view. And in addition to which, you have the person who was the acting commissioner should have done that. Now it would appear that that person is going to oversee this effort. That is the fox in the hen house. Caleb says the agency needs more staff to better regulate food safety. Phil Brasher has more in his story on agripulse.com. There's been no shortage of concern from ag stakeholders about the Biden administration's America the Beautiful 30 by 30 effort, but California officials say they're having success within a similar initiative in the state. Agripulse's Amy Mayer has more. Some California farmers are already engaged in climate action thanks to the state's 30 by 30 conservation law. Governor Gavin Newsom's climate advisor, Lauren Sanchez, told Politico's Sustainability Summit this week that they may have different views and experiences than farmers in other areas. Our agricultural partners uh, are, are not homogenous across the nation. You know, here in California, they also recognize that they're on the front lines of climate change. Sanchez says California's efforts to reach the goal of preserving 30 percent of land and oceans by 2030 relies on relationships with farmers, ranchers, and many others. You know, we take not only partnership with communities and tribes and the federal government um, across the state, incredibly important, but reporting um, on that progress in, you know, as critical as the work we are doing in communities day in, day out. Echoing the need for widespread collaboration, Land Trust Alliance President Andrew Bowman said conservation is good for farm and ranch families, too. They can know that the land and all of its attributes, whether it's for growing food or for wildlife or carbon, will be protected permanently. We are going to have to do a big piece of 30 by 30 through private land conservation. And the good news is that the infrastructure is there. It's largely in the Farm Bill. He added it's critical the Farm Bill gets completed on time. The Biden administration also is pursuing a national 30 by 30 plan called America the Beautiful. Some farm groups and Republicans on Capitol Hill have expressed concerns about the initiative and what impacts it might have on farmers and ranchers. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Finally today, a new report shows drought conditions currently prevalent in the western United States are likely to spread into the Corn Belt. According to the National Weather Service's Climate Prediction Center, 
Already scarce soil moisture is coupling with little chance for notable rainfall in the near future to lead to likely drought conditions in Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas, and South Dakota throughout the summer. Noah Wicks has a look at the situation facing producers in those states in his coverage on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net, providing individualized protection on more than 480 million acres of farmland. Crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.